0: Good afternoon, this is Ketchul Kirkham, a few minutes in the middle of the week to think about astronomical things. It's all about rocket ships today. As usual, there are plenty of rockets launching into space, mostly the payloads are satellites. But there are two unusual ones to report. JUICE, a planetary probe now on its way to Jupiter's icy moons a European Space Agency Endeavour, launched last Friday amidst much publicity. Next week on this broadcast you can hear about it from one of the mission engineers, so I'll just skim the subject today. The second unusual launch is SpaceX's Starship, which is the biggest rocket ever to be built. This launch was postponed last Monday due to a problem with the fueling system. The uncrewed mission was called off minutes before the planned launch from Baca Chica, Texas, and the problem appears to have been caused by a frozen pressurant valve. Starship stands nearly 120 meters high and is designed to have almost double the thrust of any rocket ever. The aim is to send the upper stage of the vehicle eastward to complete almost one circuit of the globe. It's not uncommon for a rocket to experience some kind of failure on its initial outing and this is a very complicated gigantic rocket. Elon Musk said he would be happy if it does not blow up on the launch pad and that would cause, of course, tremendous damage, so they're being very cautious. Just to give you some context, Starship is 120 metres tall, the famous Saturn V rocket is not far below this at around 100 metres and the old space shuttle a mere 50 odd metres. The difference in thrust and the size of payload that can be carried to low Earth orbit is very large. The Space Shuttle could manage 29,000 kilograms, Saturn V 118,000 kilograms, but the Starship can lift a mighty 150,000 kilograms into space. Elon Musk is hoping to disrupt the big rocket business with Starship. It's designed to be fully and rapidly reusable. He envisages flying people and satellites into orbit multiple times a day in the same way a jet airliner might crisscross the Atlantic. He believes the vehicle could usher in an era of interplanetary travel for ordinary humans, and this rocket has been designed With Musk's favorite dream of a mission to Mars in mind. Anyway, if things go to plan for another launch this week, SpaceX will aim for 90% thrust, meaning the stage should deliver something close to 70 mega newtons. This is equivalent to the force needed to propel almost 100 Concorde supersonic airliners at takeoff. On its inaugural flight, Starship, Heads across the gulf, the 33 engines on the bottom of the methane fueled booster burning for 2 minutes and 49 seconds. At that point, the two halves of the rocket will separate and the top section, the ship, will push on with its own engines for a further 6 minutes and 23 seconds. And by this time it should be travelling over the Caribbean and cruising through space more than 100 kilometres above the planet's surface. SpaceX wants the super heavy booster to try to fly back to near the Texan coast and come down vertically to hover just above the Gulf waters. It will then be allowed to topple over and sink. The ship is aiming to re-enter the Earth's atmosphere after almost a full revolution of the Earth coming down in the Pacific just north of the Hawaiian Islands 90 minutes after liftoff. In the longer term, SpaceX expects both the booster and the ship to be making controlled landings, so they can be refueled and relaunched well that's immensely exciting so also the european space agency's juice mission lifted off last friday and it's on its way to jupiter to examine the icy moons of ganymede europa and callisto for signs of the conditions and ingredients to support life. The probe was lofted atop an Ariane 5 rocket from Kourou, French Guyana, and is expected to reach its destination in eight years. Probes have in the past made the journey to Jupiter in much less time, but this one needs to be going slowly enough. To be captured by Jupiter's gravity and not spin out of the solar system. The craft will perform a complex sequence of gravity assist manoeuvres, that is, it, it'll spin, it'll go around other planets and moons, and it'll end. The craft will perform a complex sequence of gravity assist manoeuvres and will in the end cover a lot of space to get to Jupiter which is 750 million kilometres from Earth at the moment. So if you'd like to hear more about the JUICE mission, tune in next week and I will be talking to one of the mission engineers. For now, this is Ketchal Kirkham, wishing us clear skies. <laughs>